now listening to The Nasty Table, the premier source for tabletop role-playing actual play. Now come on in, relax, and pull up a seat to The Nasty Table. Running the background check? Yeah. Let's look at some of this. Stick figure. It's a 24-7 self-storage lock. 37 years old. He has a lockup on record. He was sentenced to five years. He got out after six months. Hennepin County Corrections. Does this mean that he was fingerprinted? You're allowed to do this? If an employee opens the storage locker. Where are you located? Minneapolis. Well, I'll be heading over shortly then. I was just wondering if you could open a storage locker for me. I'm sorry? <laughs> storage unit? I don't know what you're up to here. May I ask your name, miss? Marsha Tillman. We're just gonna fucking open but also, shit up. But, but no, even if we get it opened up, My fault, we, can, listen to we can literally say, oh, I think I see this, and then we open it up, and if we find something interesting, we say on record, it was sitting right on top of those boxes. But yeah. if we don't find anything, fuck it, who cares? Walk That's out. Right. Nobody's ever gonna know. That's right. That was, they gonna believe a 15-year-old kid in court over us? I keep changing his age, I have no idea. <laughs> Yeah, he's just some like stupid kid reading a magazine. I'm sure. You yeah, fucked that kid. I should have shot him right there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Dude. Nobody shot anybody yet. Like it, yeah, like yeah. you said, combat's not. This is session ten. This is session ten. Huh? I'm gonna come. If I... do not come, do not come. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna come. <laughs> if I could please have a recap of the last session. Well, uh, we're gonna be happy to find these fingerprints. Because there's a lot of things that we could use these prints on to test. Um, and also just want to talk with Joseph, the clerk. But I'm a little suspicious about this supervisor because... Or just, I'm suspicious about the whole facility. Maybe the supervisor's fine. I don't know. Maybe Joseph's fucked too. But Joseph doesn't know why he was let out. Which you would imagine or assume that there is already rec there should be record of that. So we're going to ask about that, I, I imagine. Alright. So, I, you, you mentioned it quickly, but I do want to retouch on uh, the storage locker situation. Exactly what, what was, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to castrate you, I'm not going to embarrass uh, you, but what, what was the idea there? Well, we probably should have thought about it a little bit more before going in. I didn't really think about the fact that he was just going to say something right then and there. I didn't have the full plan up. But uh, I wanted to see if he would open the storage locker for us, but didn't really know how to persuade him. If I could do it back again, I would do it differently. But I fucked up, and he's probably really suspicious now on why I wanted to open that. Hmm. And he also said that it wasn't in Ronald's name. Yes. Which is weird. And then I just left. If I had showed him my badge, would he have been like... You don't know. Alright. It didn't happen. Yeah, whatever. Your experience of dealing with people and flashing the badge, it does tend to have a profound effect on people. Miss mm. Tillman was there. Yes, Miss Tillman. Yep. So, 
I do want to reiterate because the idea that A, either he didn't have family on record or B, you guys didn't look if there were family on record. This is a question about whether or not you guys feel that you are following through with all the leads that you have at your disposal. I think that it would benefit you guys a lot if you took the time to go through a lot of the stuff that you've already done and maybe if you approached it with additional context that you now have or even if you feel like you didn't follow through all the leads entirely because I think there might be some stuff there. Is there? Maybe not, but it would be good practice and this is also the, the case with actual police work of constantly revisiting leads under either new lenses or additional context or looking at it from a different angle or you know double checking that you did everything that you had to do there that's just good police practice all right with half our pair of detectives on the highway driving towards hennepin county corrections and the other half in the police station face to face with a one marcia tillman i would like to ask primarily before we get into the uh police department business is there any conversations that the two of you have on this drive to hennepin county corrections is the uh do you have a radio on with the general just radio yeah what song's playing joe bridge over troubled water by simon and garfunkel um if you think that i don't have a little thing on my dm screen that says top songs of 1970 you're out of your goddamn mind (laughs) well thank you Mm mm-hmm Bridge over troubled water. So no conversations that occur on that touch rock at all? Is there anything that you guys need to talk about, I guess I want to say, or can we just hand wave it and say that you continue on your journey? Or if there is a conversation that does pop in your head, chime in, interrupt, and, and we'll jump to it. Well, while while we are driving, um, am I driving or are you driving? I imagine, I feel like I've been driving. Do you want to drive? Do I'll you, say that as we walk in the do car. Do you want me to drive? This has been all in one night. That's right. That we've been to this trailer park twice now. Yeah. Well, we're not going to the trailer park. We're not, but yeah. I mean... But we've been out you, and out. Do you trust me to drive after driving earlier and you were a little freaked out? Oh, that's right. No, I'll drive. Okay. <laughs> I'll drive. <laughs> you, can, you have radio privileges. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> but um, I wanted to say... Um, I think we got... I think, uh, Caleb, we, we got to talk about what we're going to ask Dr. Weiss Clay um, tomorrow, if we have time. I didn't get any indication that he was doing anything nefarious, but yeah, he can't be overlooked that he did point us directly at our answer. Although, I think that maybe with the detective work that the two of us did we did find that trailer the trailer that we presume that child came from mm-hmm. maybe he has more information but i think that that mm-hmm. was me and you that did that i agree yeah i think um i think maybe if we get another conversation going with him just to figure out why he chose this area specifically it's the only other advantage i can think of and also we still have that meeting tomorrow with um Curtis, yeah, Curtis Collins, and uh, hopefully the day shift's going to get that report finished by then. When we get to this corrections facility, do you plan on pushing anybody if the answer is 
We don't know. We don't have it on record. There's nothing we can say about this. Uh, I think there should be some push. This facility should. I'm surprised that they don't have it on record why he was let out. Six months into his, you know, however long he was supposed to stay there for. All right. Back to the police station. You two are face-to-face with someone who has approached under the name Marsha Tillman. Her hand's out with a piece of paper. She asks, Will one of you sign off so I can bury my brother? Uh, Miss Tillman, um, yeah, we, we, we will be signing off on that. I just have to uh, go down and speak with my lieutenant. You see, uh, Bobby died in, I'm sure, as you know, a, a quite an unusual way in the... Uh, you know, we, we we were looking into things and causing death. And I, I just want to talk to my supervisor just to make sure. Okay, I'll be... Re- I, 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 I kind of screw yeah, yeah, You know, I'm just trying to, like, And then she play it off. directs her attention towards Jerry. And Jerry's just kind of, like, standing there just, like... You know, like, just, got, like, really awkward. Like, sorry for your loss. How exactly did my brother die? He was unhealthy. Smoked a lot. No, he didn't. Bobby didn't smoke. Were you in close contact with him? Not. When's the last time you seen him? Last time I seen him? Last time you've been in his house? Well, I actually never talked to him when he moved here. I think the last time I actually talked to him was probably 64. Hmm. And even that was only in passing. You step down into the violent crimes unit and Longo is there. He looks up. Lieutenant, there is a uh, Miss Marsha Tillman up at the front door. She's uh, here with some paperwork looking to pick up the body of Bobby. Is it her, his, his mother? Wife? It's his sister. Sister? Yeah, we didn't see anything in our records about any no relatives, but uh, it seems to be the, uh, and I point at the court board, the w- woman that was in that picture. Huh. Now... Something doesn't feel right about letting this body go, but you are the supervisor, so I wanted to come down here and let you have the final say on this one. You know what kind of evidence we got on this man. Come in my office. Close the door. (laughs) The murder of Bobby Tillman is closed. Can you tie him to whatever case that you're working on now? Because if you can, then we have reason to not let this body out the door. Give me something, Ray. Give me anything. There's a lot of things. A lot of open ends. I mean, aren't these pictures enough reason? Just to leave it open for a little while longer? Just the fact... Yes. Yes, the case can stay open. But what does his dead corpse have to do with the child porn that was in his possession? I I want to help you. I want to give you what you want. Well, Lieutenant, I came down here to see if you thought it was wise or not that we give the body up. I told you that something in my gut is maybe telling me we hold on to it. But if you, in your wise decision as my supervisor, thinks it's fine that we give this up and we can't gain anything from it, I'm saying that I'm we might not. Do it. I'm saying that we might not have a choice. Because in the eyes of the law, she wants her dead brother's body. Look, I can stall it. A day, maybe two. But 
she does have a legal obligation to get his corpse. If we can't tie him to a currently open case, that would need his corpse. You get what I'm saying? You want me to stall it? I'll stall it. But I can't do more than a day, too. Well, Lieutenant, you should have said that earlier. Let me go uh, up there, talk to Jerry, and find out what's going on. I'll get back to you. You're not dismissed. Okay. And he gives you a long stare. I am trying very hard to play this right, because you can play it however you want. You have referred to me as supervisor. I am not your supervisor. I am your supervisor's supervisor. And I want to make sure that with whatever you're playing with here, when we have to take it and bring this project to a judge, that it's done right. Because I want justice as much as you do for whatever you think justice is. And I know how easy justice can be thrown in the trash because the people on the ground didn't do it right. Okay? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Walk on out. You step up and you see Jerry kind of having a conversation with Marsha. And do they pause when I walk up? Yep. Uh, Jerry, can I speak with you for a minute? Hmm. And I, I want to take you into the kind of the, into the hallway out, out of the room. Lieutenant says we can stall this out for maybe a day or two if we need to, but uh, well, I don't know. Do we need to? She said he didn't smoke. You serious? That's what she told me. But his chest was black. I know. How else? She hasn't seen him in a long time, but... She hasn't seen him in a long time? Long time. Like how long? 64? So like... Damn. That's before... That's before our records go back. It's before he went to the military, right? We have it written down. I know. Is that... Consult your notes. They're, your notes are not mine. Let me see. Vietnam vet 64. So what we say he got back in 64. And you guys have his records that you got from his house. He did one tour in 64. So 64, presumably into 65. Okay. All right, so you saying all this. I think we might need to have a little chat with Marsha Tillman. Yeah, what definitely. Do you, what do you think about it? Definitely. All right. Listen, I'm going to go get her a cup of coffee. Bring her into the break room. We're going to have a little chat with her. All right. What time is it? <laughs> Come. I mean, I guess it could, I guess she point, could be just waking up. At this up point, like, it's like 3.30 in the morning. It's a weird time to show up in the fucking police station. So you right. step in back into the uh, the main lobby and she's still standing there and she kind of gives you guys like a quizzical look. Miss um, Tillman, do you think you can uh, step in our, our little conference room over here? Uh, can we just have a, a quick word? It should, shouldn't take all, all that much time. Yeah, sure, sure. No problem. She steps in. You take her into the interrogation room. No, I want to take her into, like, the... Like a private conference room? Or kind of like... Well, because it's a nice shift, not many people there. Like, the break room, just where, like, the coffee machine is. Okay, of, all right, yeah. Because yeah, I assume yeah, no yeah. one's really in there. Yeah, easy enough to step into the break room. I want to keep it casual with her. I want to make her feel comfortable. Gotcha, gotcha. So you guys step into the break room, vending machine, coffee pot, 
little couple of tables yeah. set up. Nobody in here other than you three. I'm sorry, what are the lights like in there? Because we got a flickering light in our office space. Back rooms lights. So, like, is this comfier? What are we talking? This is well kept. Okay. It's, it's nice. They recently put in new lights because there were some complaints. <laughs> Vending machine doesn't dispense change all the time. A couple other women came in late at night to pick up their, their brother's corpses. Yeah, like, it's so dingy. <laughs> yeah, they, they left a the Yelp review, review. Like, they let my brother's body go, but, oh my God, those lights are giving me a headache. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, you sit down. She gets comfortable. She kind of, like, uh, puts the paper in front of her and kind of looks off to you two who are kind of standing up, not immediately sitting down. So, uh, you're going to get Bobby's body, uh, back for sure. We're going to sign off on it. There's just, uh, some open ends, if you will, uh, that we were, uh, we came across when, uh, you know, just tying up some, some things with, uh, the unfortunate death of your brother. Uh, my, my partner here, he said that you didn't talk to him since 64, Truthfully, I didn't talk to him since 58. 64 was the last time I saw him. I moved out in 58. Bobby still lived with our parents. But I think I stopped by once to drop off some paperwork that my dad needed. And Bobby was there and just saw him in passing. You said Bobby didn't smoke? No. He's very vehement against it because our dad died a couple years after that of lung cancer. So, you know, Bobby was always annoyed because dad would be smoking and, you know, always trying to get him to quit, this and that. No, Bobby didn't smoke. Well, I don't know if where you've been or what you heard or anything, who called you, but the autopsy report, uh, Although he was hit in the chest by a punch, a blunt, blunt force, uh, his his lungs, the inside of him was it was it was it was black. It was unhealthy and unnatural. It, clearly, the punch was only a, a final blow, if you will. Look, detective, I don't want to waste your time, and I've been up all night driving here. I don't really care. This is a formality for my mom. I, I, I'm not that close to Bobby. I just want to get this over with. I hear you. I hear you. You you, you got to take the body far. A, a little bit. We were gonna have somebody, hopefully a funeral parlor in town, pick him up, ship him off. Go, go a couple hours out of town? Chicago. Oh, okay. All right, we're, we're going to let you go. I just, I, I got to ask, Marsha. I mean, you didn't talk to him a lot, you know, from, you said 58 on, but when you grew up with him before that, was anything weird about him? Anything? Anything. No. Roll human intelligence. 
one. God damn. Mm-hmm. She's lying. Flat out. Wow. She doesn't make eye contact with you. She is also visibly paled after you asked that question and pointed it towards her. Wait. When was the picture taken? You don't know. Doesn't well, you said d- it was in like like a year, like 10 years ago? They look well, like Bobby looks like he's in his early 20s in the picture. Upon her giving me that answer, I look at Jerry and kind of, even if she's looking right at me, kind of give him like a, just a, a little shake of the head and disapproval. And I kind of like nod. And I, like I was standing up the whole time. I, I kind of sit down right next to her. Mm-hmm. Everybody in this room knows that your brother was a little fucked up. And you see her drop her shoulders, extend her hands out across the table, and like just her head like hits the table and she breathes this sigh of relief. <sighs> what did he do? Before we say that, what any stories about him that you know? He was a creep. In what way? My brother was obsessed with me. That's why I left. Did he hurt somebody? Mm. Well, not that we know of. We don't know for sure. None of this, and you don't have to say much more. That's that's all we needed to know. Yeah. Thank you. Now, will you please, please, please sign off on this so I can go home? Yeah, I'll sign it for you. Can you sign it? Yeah, just while I'm signing it, I kind of, I sign my first name and then pause before my, my last name. I say, there's more people like your brother. And I know it's really hard for you to have to live every day having gone through that. But we, people like us, and trying to lock these guys up, we appreciate all the help you can give us. Because we care about you. She kinda, I slide her the paper. She kind of doesn't say anything, but you can see her expression shifts and changes to originally it was relief now it's just like almost comfort you know like when you come in from the cold and the fireplace is on she takes the paper stands up goes to walk away turns back around you hear this rip of the paper little piece jot something down on it puts it down on the table and then walks out. Pick up the tape. Phone number. Cool. Cool. Good shit. During that time, my other pair of detectives, you guys arrive at Hennepin County Corrections Facilities. You guys are used to looking at jails. It's nothing new to you. It's a fairly big structure. And you know the procedures Uh, as law enforcement officers in order to get access to this building and, you know, find your way around and get in. So you go through, park, anything that you guys say before you step in? Just be mindful. Someone in there consciously, likely consciously, did not put a reason for, you know, our suspects. We are going in under the assumption that something is off. This wasn't any natural way of letting anybody out of prison that's right put the car in park turn the lights off and i radio in to the lieutenant Mm -hmm. lieutenant this is uh this is sergeant mcneil do you copy 
Copy, Roy. Um, just wanted to inform you of our whereabouts currently. Um, per our discussion in your office, we are looking for a uh, reason to draft a warrant. We're currently at the um, correction service, the Hennepin County Corrections in uh, Minneapolis. Just wanted to inform you, we will definitely be back before uh, 7, though. What are, you, uh, what are you looking into? Looking to get uh, our suspect's fingerprints. Might be able to trace it back to former suspect Bobby Tillman's car, notes that were exchanged, any valuables, etc. Great work. Keep moving. Copy that. We didn't, uh, no family members for Ronald came up? No. Okay. So you guys make your way in, and uh, like I said, you know the procedures in order to get to where you're going. Flash your badges, walk through a couple doors, talk to somebody, sign in, talk to somebody else, flash your badge again, and eventually you reach the records office. It's one of those offices that are kind of set up where there's basically like a hole in the wall, somebody in a swivel chair kind of sitting there, uh, looks up as you approach... It's a man. He's younger, maybe like 23, uh, black hair, stubble, um, beautiful green eyes. You would probably guess like maybe he like just had LASIK surgery done. Um, his hair is, like I said, black. He's got it kind of up a little bit and to the side. Um, he's wearing this black jacket, black shirt underneath. And um, I, I mean, by most terms, you would say that he's handsome, suave. Sexy. You would say sexy. And he looks up. Can I help you guys? Oh, he's so fucking ugly. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's fucking... Roy mutters, so handsome. Hello. <laughs> How are you? Uh, uh, Sergeant Roy McNeil, you must be Joseph. I am. Hi. You can call me Joe. <laughs> okay, Joe. Here with Detective... O'Connor. Yeah, you guys were looking for that record on a uh, Quinnen, right? That's right. All right, I got it right here for you. And he hands it over. His fingerprints are on that last page right there. You can flip right to Beautiful. it. Beautiful. I check and I do look. Yes. Is this like a shitty copy or is this the real deal? This is the original copy here. Okay, cool. Do you tend to keep records of goings-on if any inmates have conflicts? Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. we have like behavioral reports and stuff like that. Nothing on... Our man. I mean, he wasn't really here long enough to get that kind of report. You know what I mean? He was kept with the general population? Yeah, he was in Gen Pop, but record only states he was here for six months. Is it common to not write down reasoning for letting someone go so soon? Well, actually, because you guys brought it up, I tried to talk with that supervisor about it. He said his supervisor told him to sign off on it. Okay. Uh, could we get a name for that? Or at least your supervisor's name? Look, I mean, this isn't really, and he kind of like looks at you guys. Somebody wanted this guy out. Because my supervisor's supervisor doesn't give orders to my supervisor to sign out on early releases like that. And that makes you entirely unsuspicious. It's not the first one. He was probably some rich guy's brothers, nephews, etc. You've never seen a poor man walk out of here under these circumstances? Of course not. Of course not. Look, I I get you guys are from Linwood. 
Minneapolis. We got a lot of prisoners. It's not... And it, was, it wasn't a violent charge, so it's not going to raise any red flags. How long have you guys been cops? About two decades now. I, trust me, I understand what you're talking about. About, you know... When you're in there, and I point in towards the corrections you know, facility. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there's like a glass window, and you can see like the lines of the cells. Yeah. You're more of a number than a person, I would say, and I definitely understand the willingness to reduce that number for convenience. Is this what you're trying to tell no. us? No. No, I'm not going to dance around it. I'm not going to blow smoke up your asses. Somebody wanted this guy out. Wasn't about numbers. Wasn't about mouths to feed. He probably knew somebody who knew somebody to lower the charge and then eventually drop it entirely and then put that in as a early release or some bullshit. Happens every single day. So what is your reasoning for not letting us pursue this further? Because it happens every day. Are you going to follow every single lead of a prisoner who just gets a write-off and can walk out free? You seem like a good guy. I like you, Joe. Thanks. And look, aside from your eyes and your beautiful mind... Alright, this is weird. This, this, I'm turning into the pedophile. Whoa. Okay. Alright. Um, you seem like a good guy. Um, look. I think for your convenience and for honesty's sake here, we're on one case right now. It's not about the quantity of who you're, of, of, you know, inmates that your supervisor's supervisor are releasing. We're focused on one man. Real quick, look. I need you to understand that if you want to find out why he was given this release, my supervisor's not going to know. His supervisor's not going to know. His supervisor's supervisor isn't going to know. You're going to follow this all the way up the chain of command until you get to the chief of police. What I can give you is the original case file that got him locked up. And that might have a little bit something in there. We just follow orders from our bosses and our boss's boss and our boss's boss's boss. So yeah, you can talk to them. I can give you their names. It's just going to cause a problem for them and they're not going to give you a straightforward answer. Is that case file in here? I can find it for you, yeah. Okay, I think we'd appreciate that. I'm sorry if that's disappointing, but that's kind of how it works around here. Can you get that case file? And he stands up, walks over. While he's gone, he's so handsome. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm done. Jesus. <laughs> Roy really likes this guy, man. While he's gone, we gotta get the guy's name. Why is a records clerk so distinct on knowing the or so set on knowing the chain of command and exactly what's going to happen in our investigation yeah it leads us to be a little suspicious towards him I would say also have you heard of somebody getting this kind of charge for selling marijuana roll law Eighteen or thirty. It's a f felony that carries a minimum sentence of five years. Oh, okay. Seventy-five on a fifty. But I can I mark that as a fail? Yeah, I asked okay. you both to roll. Okay. You're good. Cool. Anything else that you guys want to say quickly before he comes back? 
Not really, unless you do. He comes back with the paperwork. Here's the paperwork. Here's a copy of that file. Is there anything else that I can do for you guys? We would like your supervisor's name and his supervisor. We don't want to give you trouble or make your job any more difficult, but it's just we didn't drive an hour for fun. We're here to dot I's, cross T's, and gather as much information as possible. Maybe nothing will come of it. Maybe something, but better to have it than not. So you're going to look under the organization that I am employed by and work for under the lens of them being related to a crime? That's right. Can roll, we have their names? Roll Persuade. It's not like he's not going to give you the names. <laughs> Can I do it? No. Okay. Oh, a one. Oh. Oh. Let's go. On a zero. No, I'm playing. <laughs> My manager's name is John. Jonathan Simmies. His manager's name is Dan. Dan Colchetti. Simmies? Simmies. S-I-M-M-I-S. I'm sorry, that's Dan what? Colchetti. C-O-L-C-A-G-T-T-I. And Joe, what's your last name? Campo. C-A-M-P-O. <laughs> awesome. Let's quick on that, too. Yeah. So Jonathan is your boss. Dan is Jonathan's boss. Correct. And like I said, look, I don't want to talk down to you, but I will at least level with you. You're not the first cops to come in here looking for records that aren't exactly airtight and look for answers for them. None of them have found any. It's not the way that this works. I wish it was the way that it works and people were held accountable for the things that they do, but honestly, at the end of the day, people are just following orders that come from above them. So yeah, you can press on my supervisor and his supervisor, but they're just doing what they're told. Trust me, I get it. And I think the three of us here understand the justice system enough to know that when you create a mess, it kind of stays a mess. I don't think we have anyone's... <laughs> we got the three of your names, but... Like I said, we're on one case here. That's Bobby Tillman. Alright. Anything else I can do for you guys? You need me to validate your parking? Please. Would you tell Bobby Tillman's name? No, no, no. Right, right, right into the mic there. Oh, shit. Why'd you tell him Bobby Tillman's name? Fuck. Because I'm a bitch. <laughs> this guy, he runs... Joe Campo runs the whole pedophile ring. It's Joe Campo <laughs> who runs the pedophile <laughs> ring. It Excuse is. me? Excuse me? What'd you it say? Is. I pull out my M1911. <laughs> Any last words? One between the eyes. <laughs> Die, motherfucker. Fuck. He validates your parking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're having fun. So what are you guys doing? Leaving immediately? Is, it, is there anything else you wanted to do? No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, I want to just quickly skim between the copy he made for me and the original. Like, is the copy... Yes, they're exactly the same. Okay. Same the... quality and everything like that. But, like, in the original copy had, like, laminations on certain stuff. This is just, like, strictly <clears throat> printed out Xeroxed paper. There's going to be no difference in the fingerprints, correct? If you take the time to, like... And he kind of like awkwardly watches you. If you double check, they look identical. Okay, cool. 
Okay, Joe. Uh, thanks very much. I think that's all we got for you. Yeah. Yeah. Is there somebody that we have at the station that's like would be more of an expert on fingerprints? You could probably find someone from investigative. Yeah. Like you probably have a guy there that you like go to mm-hmm. for stuff like this. Yeah, you'd be able to to do that. Okay. And anything else that's kind of outside of his area of expertise, you would probably send that to either the feds or Minneapolis that they probably have a larger lab, you know. I was talking more like if we had to like dust an area for prints. Oh, like, like a like an actual like crime scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Investigative would definitely have that. You also have that skill as well. Hopefully. What's your, I... what's your forensics? No, oh, fifty two. Yeah. Can I try to? Like he seemed very genuine. Obviously, he was just straight up with us. But um, can I try to? Like determine like is he trying to defend these people? Or is he trying to... Roll uh, roll human intelligence. 23 on a 73. Yeah, I mean, you believe this guy when he says that he's seen cops come in asking the same questions that you are and they end up at dead ends. He's trying to save you time and also cover his supervisors from unnecessary scrutiny. Yeah. That he knows, or at least he believes, isn't going to lead anywhere. You believe that he believes that. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Walk out. Back in the car, heading straight back to Linwood? Yes. Okay. All right. So, back in Linwood, you two just finished talking to Marsha Tillman. She walks out with a signed thing, a signed piece of paperwork that states that they're allowed to release the body. Lieutenant told you that he'd be able to stall that. That's probably him just placing a call with Davy Jones and being like, Davy, please just hold off on filing that for like a day or two. So there's nothing that needs to happen on your end in order for that to get stalled. Mm-hmm. But you guys are in the police department. Upon her leaving, um, I want to go make a call to Davy Jones. Mm-hmm. Just give him a heads up. So, yeah, I, I just go to my desk, grab grab phone. You pick up. Ring, 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 ring. You don't pick up? No, I just like watching you struggle. <laughs> are, are you, are, are, is anyone there? Coroner. Yes, this is uh, Detective Ray Hoyt. Hey, Ray. You recognize Davy Jones' voice. Hey, Dave. Um, just had a uh, Miss Tillman, Marsha Tillman's the sister of Bobby, uh, coming to the uh, department. Signed a release form first. She's going to be coming down to pick up the body. Potentially be any minute now. Just wanted to give you a heads up. She told us that Bobby definitely didn't smoke at all. He was definitely against that. No, I don't. I don't know about that. I mean, you saw the body. It's. I mean, the fact that his lungs weren't a puddle of tar at that point is ridiculous to me. He was a smoker. I understand he was in terrible condition. I just want to confirm with you, just to the best of our ability, you, I know you, just at least slightly familiar with the case we're dealing with, the people that may be involved do heinous things. Are we 100% sure that that was absolutely from cigarette smoke? Tell you what, Ray. I'll go over it again. Double check. Make sure everything's watertight on that. I have no reason to believe otherwise, but if you're saying that there's a possibility, 
I'll hear you out. I appreciate it. I'll let you know tomorrow. Thank you. You have a good night. You too. Click. Did I hear that? Yeah. His end of the conversation. I mean, we saw cigarette butts in his apartment. Yeah, I don't doubt he could have started smoking. I just want to make sure that everything's crossed off. Cigarettes. Everything's crossed off before we uh, send this body off. It's true, though. If he didn't smoke at all in the time before he... Well, his sister last saw him. That's yeah. that's an awful amount of cigarettes to smoke. Can I look at the picture? Yeah. Does she look like weirded out in the picture at all? Like with the additional context that you got talking with her, Bobby's arm, is her hand, his hand is like not at her hip, but like a little bit lower, like on that upper thigh, and she is smiling, but her eyes aren't squinted like you know how like when you uh, smile in yeah, pictures but looks it's uncomfortable yeah uh, it is definitely discomforting judging by that like something like we're all in character like we didn't pick up on but now that we know yeah, we'll exactly yeah. it's, like, this uh, is this is one of those moments where it's like uh, yeah fuck um Judging by the pictures, is there anything that tells me what year this is from, how long ago? I mean, exactly. So if you, if when you talk to her, she looked like she was late thirties, maybe thirty-seven, thirty-eight. Uh, I'd say actually maybe like thirty-eight, thirty-nine. In this, she looks like she's nah, twenty-four, twenty-five. Okay. Kind of want to reconvene with the uh, sergeant. Yeah, detective. See what they found out. Yeah. Snooping around. We still don't know where they are. No? Yeah. Nope. You guys go back into the violent crimes unit? Yeah, I want to go talk yeah. to the lieutenant when we go back in as well. Yeah, he's there. He's actually walking up, he looks like. Uh, and he's got like some paperwork in his hand and he sees you too. Oops. How'd it go with Marsha? Not that bad. Um, I don't know if we're going to be needing uh, all that one day extension that you offered, but... um. I got Davy Jones down there, just making sure we're airtight. No loose ends. We can give up the body, but she'll be she'll be on with her brother soon. Anything stick out? She say anything useful? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, well, uh, you, you read my briefing on uh, on that book, Lolita, right? Yeah. She might have been. Um, you don't have to say anything more. Yeah. She seemed like she's going to be helpful. She was a little reluctant, but she left her phone number. That's good. Yeah, we should uh, be touchy with it. We don't know how loose that thread is, but... Uh, only need, only use it if you need it. Oh, absolutely. She also said that uh, up until she had a lot of contact with uh, with him and the rest of the family, that uh, Bobby didn't smoke. and He didn't. He wasn't too fond of smoking either. He, she, she said that... Uh, their daddy smoked and he got lung cancer and he hated that he hated the fact that he he did that to himself so I don't know I mean he Jerry pointed out we, he, uh, cigarette he had butts. cigarette butts in the apartment mm-hmm. but for all that to happen in just a short couple of years black lung like that that's a, that's a seasoned smoker right there well, that's more than a pack a day that's way more than a pack a day for, for only a couple of years what the fuck I don't know. I don't know here, but uh, take a look at this. And he hands you a file. 
This is a write-up from Officer Pierce. He was the one who took that statement from Lily David about the car. Not a lot in there. I think he kind of did everything he could, but at least I have that there. Anything else that you guys are following up on tonight? Well, I was going to look into doing some reconnaissance on this trailer park woman, but I don't know. After meeting Marsha, our story's all kind of out of sorts. Got to get our bearings straight. What trailer park woman? Down by the, uh, the trailer park, by the, uh, the, the river. It's the yeah, there's river. one by the river. Roy heard some stuff coming from there. We just thought maybe maybe we would check it out. Yeah, but uh oh, the the one that the homeless guy told you guys about. Yeah, but um, it's it's kind of a flat dead scene out there. I don't want to really uh play a play a shitty hand that we were dealt. You know, be careful with that. Um, I want to find out about that car. Find out for sure if that's what was pulling up to that house. That's a good idea. You guys get pictures of the car. I did. If you guys are going to go to the trailer park, don't be in uniform. Oh, absolutely. No police cars, no nothing like that. All right. Yeah. I think perhaps uh, put that off maybe tomorrow in daylight. Tomorrow night. I might think about uh, we do have these boys that we uh, already put the paperwork together to interview. Might just clear that one off the task list. Get Remember what I said about those? Oh, yeah. We ain't chasing too hard on One that. and done. Absolutely. Anything else you guys got? That's it for me, sir. You want me to uh, have this RJ's car brought back here? Whatever's easier for the, uh, you know, detailed crime scene yeah, we unit, whatever. Yeah, they tow it back, back here, they want to do it out there, whatever. Can try and dust for prints there, too. What did you guys find in there, anyway, other than the grain that he was talking about? I see this, there's a duffel bag here. Jerry, you were, you were digging around in there. In the bag? Yeah, so we got like a map. Car was registered to him. Every, it was. Oh, yeah, right, you right. got the the I registration believe. in the in the glove box. Yeah, I believe. Right. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, all, all the paperwork was key. Correct. Yeah, this key goes to a storage unit. What's in it? We ain't got in it. Where was this key found? In his truck. Apparently, it doesn't belong to him. Go open it. Isn't that? Against the law? Get the get 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 someone else in there to do it. The employee? Yes. Is did you go it. there? You went there? Yeah, we did. What happened? Yeah, I take out a cigarette while he's like, <laughs> right <laughs> when he says <laughs> the key. I take and out so the do key. I. I'm just like he was asking about the car key, by the way. <laughs> which, which I have, but we don't want. To. I'm talking about the quick store. Yeah, I know. But he said, "Do you have the key?" And he was talking about the car key. He wasn't. How would he oh, know really? any idea about the quick Were store you? key? Nah, no way. <laughs> Talking about the quick store key. You went there? Yeah, I went there. Why? Try, try to get the employee to open it. Stop, 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 stop. You found a key for a storage locker. Yeah. Did you tell Roy? Nope. Just you? Yep. Why didn't you tell me? <coughs> he would tell him not to go there. Even if I did, that's... What the... And he, like, starts rubbing the bridge of his nose. 
Why? You, you thought I would tell you not to go there. Okay, so if I tell you not to go there, don't go there. What are you... What, 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 I'm what, trying what, to figure stuff out. And I want to fucking help you. Sidebar. Take a point of inspiration for covering for the boss. <laughs> Where do I put it? Uh, program points. You can put it in, in the bottom under luck. <laughs> Best. <laughs> Keep me yeah, up I'm to taking the Jerry's taking juice right now, <laughs> man. <laughs> Keep me up to date on whatever the fuck you guys are working on. Well, if this is not how we do things here, I don't think that I need to tell you that. That was strike one. Jerry's just like smoking. You get till strike two, and there's no fucking strike three. If you find shit that is pertinent to this case, I need to know. Not only because I'm your fucking boss, but because I want to help you. Don't hide shit. Clear? Copy that. Go to that fucking storage locker. Show the employee your badge and have him open it. Because if you can get a connection from anything in there to Bobby Tillman, then we're fucking golden and we can basically do whatever we want. We can build a case here. This is, this is, this is what I've been asking for. Links. But will I not be able to dig into it? Of course you can dig into it, because if you get that storage locker open, and you go in there, and you get me anything that relates the owner of that storage locker, that key was found in Ronald Jordan Quinnen's car, to Bobby Tillman, this is an actual case. For the first time in 48 hours, this is an actual case. Alright. I'm gonna do it first thing tomorrow. You'll do it now. Give me the keys. You walk out. Walk out? Yeah. Get in my car, and I take the storage locker key. And when I turn the ignition, I say, "I'm gonna take the lead this time." <laughs> Nick got in trouble. Yeah, Jerry got in trouble. <laughs> I love yelling at you guys. And Jerry <laughs> is like, I want to make it clear that Jerry's like, he doesn't give a fuck about the lieutenant yelling at him, but he's definitely a little bit salty about him being like, "I'm taking the lead," and like the fact that he fucked up earlier. He's like, in his head, he's like. He's a little salty, but he can be humbled. He's letting the boy take the lead. It's all good. So I will say that we kind of got the two timelines here a little bit skewed off, but actually in all the stuff that you guys have done and an hour and a half there, maybe 20 minutes at the corrections facility, an hour and a half back, you guys probably pull up to the PD back from Minneapolis probably while they're getting bitched out by Lieutenant Longo. Well, Jerry is getting bitched out. Yes. <laughs> uh, at that point in time, I mean, you guys walk in and you can hear, like, Longo down the stairs, like, kind of, like, yelling. And then you see Jerry and Ray, like, walk up the steps. You guys... I mean, yeah, I imagine we catch each other on the stairs. Everything alright down there? Everything's fine. Yeah, it's just a little hot. Y'all want to come to a storage unit with us? I'm going to have to make a couple calls. If you guys want to wait about five minutes, we could come with you. Yeah, I'm down. All right. Rather catch up with y'all, see what you found out. Anything else happened tonight? Oh, yeah. Bobby's got a sister. Bobby she came, have a sister. came to pick up the body tonight. Storming in the picture. The what? 
What? It's the woman in the picture. Yeah. Oh. And get this. Apparently, Bobby hated smoking. Huh. Last time she saw him was, well, in 64, but in 58, uh, continuously, and she said he hated smoking. He would 58? never 58? She saw him last? Well, she lived at home last in 58. That's when they all lived with their parents. She moved away in 58. The last that she saw him was in 64, was uh, presumably right before he went into the service. Do we? Does she live around here? Or? We got her phone number. Uh, if you... Take a look at that picture again. And uh, knowing some things that we know now, maybe you can tell the kind of relationship they had. But um, she could be a good resource for us. Huh. All right. Make your phone calls. We'll get going. Sure. Did, did you give the body back to her? Uh, we're gonna. Yeah, we got. I was thinking we got our fingerprints from a Ronald. Maybe Davy Jones can get fingerprints, just in case. If we're dusting everything, oh, we certainly should. I'll, I'll give him a ring again. Uh, I called him right, right after she left. Davy Jones is going to do another full autopsy of the body, considering that it there's some red flags about his exact cause of the blackness in his lung. So, are we looking for a, a change? Because are we thinking that he's strange with a sister, obsessed with a sister and then turns to I want to say a more advanced level of terribleness I'm thinking it's either that or is she going to pick up the body she's not doing that now is she we have time well I called Davy Jones and he's gonna hold it for a little while to do his final check the lieutenant told us uh we had to go ahead to keep it for, well, at least about an extra day. Oh, okay. So she's in town for an extra day. Oh, absolutely. But listen. Amazing. She did not want to talk about this at all. It's You don't want to press someone that's been through something like that, especially an adult. Well, to be honest, the only thing that I really care about, we don't need to even see her or speak to her again. I think as long as we tell Davy Jones to be there the first time she looks at the body... If this man was, you know, completely against smoking and, you know, over the span of a few years had pitch black lungs, maybe it's not Bobby Tillman. It's very unlikely, but... That's true. I mean, but we have the picture of him. Yeah. We were able to say that that looked like him. The man in that The man in that picture? picture? Yes, that was the corpse that you saw. Okay. You also have his ID. His driver's license, yeah. which has a picture so of them on the And they all match up? Listen, yeah. I called up <clears throat> Davy Jones and asked him an odd request. Because, in all odds, this is some type of lung cancer. But if you have an odd request of him, you just call him up and he might do it just for you as well. Well, Davy Jones was the one call I had to make. So it should be quick. I'm going to give him that request and I'll be right back up. Call up Davy? Yeah, just run what, down quick. And What do you say? Um, hey, Davey. How's it going? <laughs> um, kind of elbow deep in Bobby Tillman right now. <laughs> what can I do for you, Roy? Um, I got you. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's sick. You're so... Uh, I'm so happy. 
All right, gotta go. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's awesome. Just fucking. <laughs> um, that's perfect. You're right with them. I need to. Uh, I, I had a quick question about. Uh, Quickly, Roy. Can you get his prints for me overnight? Yes. Okay. I'll have them ready for you in the morning. Can you be there when Martha Tillman sees that body for the first time? Is she coming here now? No, we should have it, the body ready for her in about a day on our end. Not sure about your end, if that's all right with you. Is about 24 hours okay? Yeah, I already talked to Longo. He said, you know, hold it for a little bit. She'll come in. I mean, I can't really let her come in the back here until yeah. she signs off. Of course. Until that goes completely through. So Longo yeah. told me to wait a little bit. I'm waiting a little bit. Okay. So I don't know exactly how long a little bit is. I guess I'll catch up with Longo again. Yep. Uh, definitely catch up with Longo. Between you and me, though, should be about 24 hours. But when the body's presentable and ready to be handed off to her... I'll have the other people who work here let me know exactly when she's going to come in. I'll okay. make sure I'm here, Roy. I'm beautiful. All right, Davey. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Roy got my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, Played it out. Come get it. <laughs> <laughs> Begging for Roy too. <laughs> <laughs> Click. Click. Okay. Yeah. Run up. Okay. Let's get to it. And I get in my car. Hope, hope you guys all get in the back of oh, my truck. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's my yeah. pickup truck. Sure. Where I, are you guys going? What are you doing? I check Ray's truck for grain. <laughs> 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 Um, Wouldn't that going to the we, locker, please? I, I, oh, I want you to just you say know? it in plain terms, just so I can write it down. But in this car ride, I would have asked you guys all about your excursion because we don't even know where the fuck you went. That is true. So that's right. I just want to write down some notes. And we didn't know that they went to the storage. Unit. No, all they've told us so far is we're going to a storage unit. Do you want to come? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. But I'm actively pressing you because we were talking about it. So where were you guys at? We also have two unanalyzed files. One being this write-up on the the Lily David thing, and the other one being the original Ronald Jordan Quinnen uh, arrest report. Yeah. Yep. We could say that we went through the one about uh, on his, the drive back. Oh, about his um. Oh, I was just gonna say oh. about his like all the the stuff that came in the original with the prints because he handed us two files, correct? Yeah. Nope. One which was like the arrest record, and the other one which was like the incarceration record. Uh, on the arrest record, uh, looks like the. The person who was mounting this case was Officer Al Duke, Albert Duke. It's a badass name. <laughs> Duke of Al. And so Roy was driving. Caleb, you were probably reading this. Caleb, I want you to roll bureaucracy or law for me. I'm going to roll bureaucracy. 69 on a 40. It's a confusing case. There's a lot of, like, imagine you walk into a building and there's one door and you open that door and then there's two doors and then you open that first door and there's eight doors and you go back to that first where there's two doors and you open that one and there's another eight doors and there's a lot of branching paths in this case. People, interviews. It's a big case, but it only ended in the arrest of one person. A lot of these are criminal informants. It's an extensive case. You have the feeling that based off of all this information, you can't really make sense of where it was going, what it was, per what its purpose was, but you have a feeling that 
if you were to get in contact with this Al, Al Duke, um, you'd be able to get a little more context on it. it. It's a confusing structure for a criminal case file. And that's striking to you. Because typically you bust some guy for selling weed, it's, you know, one page report. This is a pretty hefty case. Okay, and is there, um, in here you said there's interviews, does it just mark down, we interviewed this person, or is there actual transcripts of the interviews? No, it's just, you know, officer blank interviewed criminal informant, you know, blank, and found this, and, but it's... It does say that there was criminal informants? Yes. Okay. It's confusing to you. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I, just because he failed the role... Is this because he failed the role, or is this, like, even failing, he knows... I think what I'm gauging from this is that it's... There's no reason... Yeah, like you said, it should be a one-page report. Yes. Okay. I think that's a big takeaway. Yes. It should have been a one-page report. Yep. Okay, so... Where exactly did you go? What Which... Yeah. Minneapolis, right? Uh, We went into Minneapolis. It was the uh, Hennepin County Corrections. Hennepin... Hennepin County Corrections. And we met with Joe Campo. And you got the file on Ronald Jordan Quinton. Yes. Have you guys been taking his name as RJ in your notes? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Just to save. For the listening audience at home, my full name is Joseph Campo. In case that joke went over your head. (laughs) It's just got like this weird fucking creepy Bobby Tillman side to him. <laughs> that's like Jesus literally why. They're just mad because I wear like fucking silk robes and like take care of my fingernails. Like that's that's what yeah. It is. And you watch like fucking weird, creepy things. What? Like what? You're, you have to be way more specific, man. <laughs> you're fucking like mild <laughs> pornography. <laughs> so, you're you're weird anime stuff. Yeah, he's mad because I watch fucking moe and like cute girls doing cute things. That's how I get around. You I watch, watch Love like, Live. I don't fucking. That's what it is. Yeah, like tuba girls and things like that. Yeah, hey, he biggie huh. euphonium. It's a good show. What, what do you want from me? God, I can't tell where the bit Bobby is. Like Tillman there is vibes. no bit. There is no bit. Bobby Tillman vibes. Fuck. He's mad because I watch anime. No, no, no. It has nothing to do with anime. Everybody in the fucking world watches anime. It's the type of anime you watch. That's what sucks. All right, so <laughs> that's I like sucks. to I like to sit back. You like to wear like girly the- like like fucking like silk like, robes like no like i imagine you in like a really I like st- <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're the fucking weirdo rent fucking free in there the you're brand. wearing like a really skimpy like <laughs> is that was that what you imagine mm, yeah what can i see your fingernails he likes it's because he cleans them so often because they're so often i don't have a problem i wish my fingernails were time does pass and you guys catch each other up on your different ends of the cases uh do you mention uh about longo kind of chewing you out a little bit or do you keep that nope. to yourself jerry don't even talk about it right. did you mention to us that you've been to the storage unit and tried this did you you didn't ask anything no i don't think i don't think we would well, we kind of right? just made the we just said yeah we all fill each other in <laughs> i would have i would have said did you guys talk to the lieutenant about it uh, yeah, we may have swung by here before. Um, 
It didn't go as hot, but now it's going to go pretty badass, if you ask me. Isn't that right, Jerry? That's right. Yeah. That kind of hit the gas a little faster. Mm-hmm. Anything else that you guys say on this uh, this drive? To Again, you. like I said, we kind of set the precedent that you guys are catching everybody up on every case pertinent detail. Yeah. Is that a case, or is that the case, or are you withholding anything from each other? No. no there's no, no reason to. Okay. Uh, as you stated, it may have been better to go in the next time with a plan. Do we want to talk about how we're going to do this? Yeah, we're going to show him the badge this time. I didn't think that was a good fucking idea. Yeah, before. this kid is. Uh, I played it cool last time, and uh, he seems a little, a little small. I think we can just kind of flash the badge and uh, show him the firepower and get right in there. Do what we need to do. All right, let's do it. I'll take the lead. Okay. You guys arrive to Quick Store. Uh, same car there. Look in the window. Same guy behind the counter. Uh, in Ray's pickup truck. You guys all get out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Taking the lead. Walk right up. Mm-hmm. Open the door. Door opens. Um, Still looking at a magazine. Cars in the parking lot. One car. Can I ask them if they saw this car last time they were there? On the way in? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 this guy's same car. Guy's yeah, car. Okay. Uh, same magazine closes it, looks up, kind of sees you, and then like recognition, and then. What's up, buddy? I lift up my and he looks at Jerry. I lift up my shirt a little bit. And I he flash. Sees the badge. No, no, I flash the holster. Oh, and then, and then, <laughs> and, yeah, and he gets a little scared, and then from my other hip, you know, other side, I put my badge on the counter. Kind of clatters with a clink, 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 and he kind of like looks down at it. We're gonna go look at one seventy four, and he looks at Jerry. Looks back at Ray. He's got a badge too. They all got one. Come on, let's we go. just need you to open it. All right, roll. Everybody, mm, no, Ray, just Ray. Law or persuade, whatever you roll, subtract twenty from it. So whatever your role is, you subtract 20. Law or persuade? Your call. Okay. Just whatever angle. <laughs> nah, it's 98. 78. 78 on a... 44. 44. Can I help him? Yeah, what about me? What do you do? What do you do? Split second. How I, do you I, wanna, I, wanna, I wanna walk up and I wanna put my badge on, on there. And then I wanna say... We're going to go open that now. Do you say anything? But we just need you to open it. I. You were in here earlier. <clears throat> what is... What is happening? Would you guys please stop scaring this kid? We're working on a case. We just need to look at a storage locker. Nobody wants to bother you. All we want to do is get your help and get out of your hair. All we need you to do, use this key. Open the locker for us. Please, buddy. What? Now you roll persuade. He looks scared shitless, by the way. In case that's Why not is up on him there's no fucking shot? I haven't been able to roll. My persuade's a fucking 80. I rolled a 93. Unreal. I've been waiting to roll persuade this His whole time. His wasn't minus 20? No. Fuck. <laughs> I rolled a fucking 93 on an 80. <laughs> All right. I just want... Can I say... 
Jesus. Like he said. Remember the key? I'm like going like, like I'm fucking winging around. We found this somewhere that it may have probably shouldn't have been. Why didn't you say that the first time you came in? Don't worry about it. Don't what, worry about it. What's your name there, buddy? Chris? Chris? All right. I'm, and I pull my badge out. I don't throw it on the table like a barbarian. We're all detectives. I, I, We're all detectives. I'm, we I'm, just need to I'm see Sergeant, that. I'm Sergeant McNeil. It's all right. They're there. No, I'm just like... <laughs> but I, we do have reason for for whatever reason these these two gentlemen tried to come in with one approach now we're just everything is on the table here we all have our badges you guys are cops yes we're from the violent what's crimes the, unit what's we're the detectives. name of the owner of this again can i can you tell me please i i, I don't I, it's a company i don't no 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 jerry 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 you're, the storage you're, unit this we're, we're freaking them out okay let's just let the sergeant do the talk come on I just want the name of the storage that, unit. That's right. If we just what need to. What's happening? Chris? Christopher? Why is he scared, though? Listen, listen to Sergeant McNeil. No. He did just show him his gun. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, just, you did. <laughs> I just want to know the how, name. How old are you there, buddy? 16. Okay. I got you. What, you go to school around here or something? Whatever. Sure. Okay. <laughs> my daughter, or my, I'm sorry, my niece, she goes to school around here, too. I know she doesn't. She goes to school around here too. Her name's April. Do you know her? No. April? No? McNeil? Okay. Um, look, anyway. All we need is two things from you. It's, you know, take your time. There's obviously no rush. I'm not sure how... I look around. I'm not sure how busy you are tonight. Um, we just need... That's right. We have a... What was that number, Jerry? 174? Mm -hmm. We just need the name of the owner of that unit and if you can take us there just to open it and then we we'll do the rest we we can look at it as officers but legally we just need you chris to open it for us okay all right um um uh my manager he'd he'd want your names sure just if if if, if something happens or or anything like that 100 percent. that's right is that okay yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And he kind of grabs, like, a pen and a paper. Okay, all right. What's... I'm sorry, what's your name? Sergeant Roy McNeil. Okay, all right. And is there a, f a, f a, f a phone number or something that... Uh, I can give you my badge number, if that helps. <laughs> I pull... I, I look <laughs> at my badge. <clears throat> Does he want my badge number? No, he wants a phone number. Because when my manager comes in in the morning and one of the storage lockers is open and the police are here and the police tape is up and he's he, he's going to want to know what happened. That's all. I don't want to get fired. Of course. Yeah. So if he has questions when he comes in, I, I just want to know who he should call. Yeah. Are you with in, like the police department here? That's right. We're This is Linwood Falls. Is this Linwood Falls? Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. We're not, you know, not even 10 minutes from here. Um. So, this is Linwood Falls, a violent crimes unit. You feel free to write this down, Chris, if you'd like. He's writing. I, I give him the number. Okay. And, like I said, I'm Sergeant Roy McNeil. Okay. And uh, the, these here gentlemen, f feel free to give him your name if you'd like. Actually, give him your name. 
He looks towards Jerry first. Jerry Flores. Then towards Ray. Ray Hoyt. Eventually to Caleb. Caleb uh, O'Connor. Writes it down. Okay. All right. I'm I'm sorry. I just... I thought that you guys were going to rob me or something or... I mean, I know you guys came in here earlier and it was just weird and the whole thing was weird and it's still weird. That's totally fine. Look, it's 3 a.m. in the middle of the night on a Sunday? Is it a Sunday? Technically, yes. Okay, that's right. Yeah, you're... Trust me. There's one car in the par- one car in the parking lot. I'm, I assume it's yours. Um, I yeah, we all get it here. Trust me, you're safe. We're safe, and uh, all we got to do is look in that storage unit okay. and get that name of the owner. So all right, okay. Uh, the name of the owner, uh, and he kind of pulls out a big pad, brings it up, and he's kind of like running his finger down the whole thing. Uh, one seventy four. Rented in April 1970, paid with cash for a year in advance. Uh, name is Ringo Harrison. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. You see Ringo come in every now and then or not so much? Or? I don't think he's ever come in when I was here. You know, we just ask people to sign in and, you know, if they're going to look over the locker or whatever. Sure. Could we take a look at that sign-in list before we go over there? Uh, sure, sure, yeah. And he grabs that and hands it off to you. All right, I, I dig and look for Ringo or even RJ. Is Would the numbers be on here, like which locker you were yes. going to visit? Yes. So, yeah, 174. Cool. Yeah. 174, the last time that it was accessed, three days ago. Uh, the time was 10, 10.30 in the morning. Is there a name? Ringo Harrison. Oh, it was Ringo. Yes. Okay. What time was it? 10.30 in the morning. Hey, son, would you happen to know, uh, have a schedule lying around where you would know who was on, uh, behind this desk? I'm sure my manager could get it to you tomorrow. I don't have access to the schedules. I would appreciate it. Thank you. Also, in case it's not clear, you all being human beings in the year 1971 mm-hmm. Ringo Harrison's probably a fake name yeah continue alright Chris well if you can show us that uh, storage unit unless we got other questions detectives I need to open it we need you to open it that's right and if you could if you could put on a pair of gloves before you open that I'd appreciate that oh shit uh, sure all right. Can I go to the car and get, like, if we have a, uh... Would you have a fingerprint kit in your car? I imagine if you guys were coming here, you would have yeah. brought and the I necessary things. Checked out. Can I grab that fingerprint kit? Well, we, yeah, we I mean, walk it's outside. just a general crime scene kit, so it would have, like, fingerprint dusting tools as well as, like, gloves, evidence bags, etc. Knowing law, I'm not touching it. The handle for this. Would I be able to fingerprint the handle before he touches it? It's a gray area. I'm going to do it. Sure. Jerry has a feeling that this storage unit is going to be empty. When did uh, we get the report about Bobby Tillman? Was that three days ago? No, it was yesterday, right? Yesterday. 
Okay, good. But, okay, so, and we are also assuming that an RJ, that he's been <coughs> gone for more than two days, at least two days now, too. That's right. It was two days. Two days ago that she saw the empty car. And three days since he's been here. So, I mean, we can just already... He went here, right? I don't know. I still can't really make an assumption on what happened. I don't want to make any assumptions on the locker until we know what's in the locker. That's right. Or what's not in the locker. Yeah. All right. So, he goes through the preliminary. He takes a couple more notes that you're assuming he's leaving for his manager in the morning. And he takes the key, if you give it to him, willingly. Hmm. Grabs it. Says, Okay, alright, I'm sorry. I, I just, I got nervous, I got freaked out. I don't really do well in the presence of police officers. And you guys coming in earlier kind of messed me up. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm, I want to be helpful. I want to help you. I'm sorry. Okay. Should have, should have approached differently. Do we, we got a full name on this kid? No. Chris? I did not get his last name. No, those guys, you're looking for a name. Chris, right? Mm-mm. No. Okay. Um, is this... Okay, he's 16. That's like... Is that above the age of those Bobby Tillman's pictures? Certainly above the age? Or is that not hard to tell? You would need the continuation of the report that you're going to get the next day, but okay. yeah, you would assume so. Okay. Uh, because the report that you got described them as children... Would you describe a 16-year-old as a child? No. I mean, maybe, maybe not, but probably not. Yeah. And he opens the door out into that back lot. Uh, And you can see now that you're kind of outdoors again. It's a row, rows and rows of of storage containers. Um, Large fence that kind of extends out on the edges, kind of making this square perimeter around the whole outside here. He walks up to 174, which is on the right side, uh, all the way down. He turns around to you guys, and it's cold out. Um, kind of feel your ears kind of getting red. He looks over. This one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You dust it? Yes. Okay. Uh, what's your forensics? Uh, 41. 41. All right, it's easy enough that you feel like... 52, I'm sorry. You dust it up. You know what? Let me actually... Let me have you roll forensics. Okay. Unless anybody else... Unless I know that anybody else here... I would know that somebody else here would be better at forensics than a 52. I'm not better at it. I have a zero. Okay. 52 or a 42? 52. Okay, go ahead and roll. Forty-seven on fifty-two. I thought that was a nine. Yeah, so you you take the time, you dust it, you get your little tape out, and you get it, and yeah, you do get what looks like a thumbprint. Nice. There's a couple other partial prints on there, but you don't think that they would actually be useful in analysis. And this, it's like it's like just one of those metal bars that you would pull. You pull it straight up like a garage. Yeah. So door. there's a padlock there. The padlock needs to be unlocked, and then the 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 gate is like raised up. Yeah, know, okay. like a garage door. Yep. And so, everyone is clear about the the warrant quandary here, that if you don't see a piece of evidence that's immediately pertinent to the case, it's probably not going to be held up in court if you do go in here. But he puts the key in, unlocks it, 
puts the lock down. Ching. Puts his hand on the handle. I'm, I, mm, I've got my hand at the holster. Okay. <laughs> it's it's there. Also, there's a bear in there. <laughs> yeah. Just in case. It's fair. Ringo fair. Harrison might still be in this bitch. Psych. Raises it up. Gung 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 gung. Click. It's completely open. It reveals an uncomforting sight. It's fairly spacious. A few stacked cardboard boxes, plastic storage bins. The floors of this concrete enclosure stained deep brownish red Mm. you see a shoddy table and a chair that are kind of pushed off into the corner scattering of papers on that desk Uh, the walls in this room are concrete like they're like a deep gray Um, sporadically however on the walls seem to be scribblings words or phrases It's tough to make out at this distance, but most notably, however, the thing that catches your eye the most is in the center of this scene, this large, ornate wooden box. It's this deep, rich, reddish wood stain, gold embellishment, fleur-de-lis, all sorts of different uh, heraldry symbols. It looks like it's about five feet wide. And on the floor, extending outwards from this box here, Seemingly random piles of scattered grain. As the door opens, you are hit with this strong smell of gunpowder and other pungent chemicals. Chris looks to the four of you. (laughs) I am looking at Chris. Like, we all look. We all look. And then I look at Chris. What's he look like? He's scared. Is he scared? He- I'm gonna. Can I just feel like? Thank you, Chris. You can go back. Turns around. Tap 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 tap. Runs back. Holy shit, boys! Uh, we can go in here, right? Sh- we cannot go in here yet until we get that fingerprint checked. There's presumably blood on the floor of this unit, even if it's not related to our crime. Still, can something I confirm we can that it's blood by correct? rolling that's, something? That's, yeah, that's probably right. Can, okay, you said. Oh, can we? Can we walk in here? We would be able to, right? All right. You two roll law. Jerry, you roll forensics. Can you this this crate this thing in the middle? Yeah. Hey yo, it's oh, five foot wide. Mm-hmm. How deep is it? <laughs> you can't tell, not from this distance. Okay, is it thin or is it the whole way back? Like like is it more air? You know what I mean? Like is it? You would you would put it between one to five feet deep. Okay. Uh, you fuck. What do we got on law? 23 on a 30. Wait, the grain is 1.5? No, no, the box. No, no. He was asking for the box. I have a 41 like, on a 20. 41 on a 20. Uh, Not able to tell immediately if it is blood, but you have seen dried blood, and this looks like that. 35 mm. on a 50. 35 on a 50? 23 on a 30. 23 on a 30. Probable cause. Copsy blood. That's, That's right. That'll pass. Okay. Go ahead, Ray. Why? De- how tall is it? Only about a foot off the ground. 
And it's like ornate. Okay. You gotta get a little closer to really get a good look at it. It's what a crate? Like it's wooden, a box. Like it looks it's an ornate box. wooden box. Wooden, okay. And there's other cardboard boxes? Yeah, cardboard boxes and plastic. Are we totes. allowed to step foot in here? And writings on the Oh. Yeah, what okay. are the writings? You say? can't I... see from this distance, it's too dark. It's too dark. Yeah. You have a flashlight? Fuck. You have a flashlight? Have, have a flashlight? Yeah, I mean it's even if you shine the light on there. I try and use this is a this is an interesting move. I have my camera on me. I zoom as far as I fucking can with the flashlight shine on it. All right. How can I do it? All Fuck right. Yeah. It's probably really shoddy. Take a program point for that. That's pretty good. That's smart. I didn't think about that. You guys ready to get into this? You guys ready to 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 flip this case? You make out a couple of the a couple of the the scribblings on the wall. They're mostly random scribbles, lines. You know, just somebody going to fucking town with a black magic marker. But there are a few that are legible. We feed it until I is we. Each throb of the black heart is ours. Until we can make it walk. Until it can walk. Another one says, would you sever your own hand? With a question mark. And the only other one that you're able to make out says, The heart has grown limbs. This writing is erratic, almost frantic. Ray, do you relay this information to everybody else? Oh, yeah. The way I, I, I suspect, even if I can read that, being how I'm doing it in 1971, mm-hmm. Camera Tech, yep. I imagine I'm like... Like looking at it and going, we feed it yeah. until you know. Yeah, it's like Because it's also it's you looking through the lens and also shining a flashlight, or maybe Jerry's shining yeah. a flashlight to kind of yeah. illuminate it. Yeah, but I, I relay it all. I have to right, to get it. So we, I think we need to talk about this now. Are we setting up a scene? Are we drawing attention to this? We gotta set up a scene. Is this person going to come back? Do we want whoever's locker this is to find out that we're here? Or do we want to make this secretive? Let's look at the logbooks, see how often they come. We can check again. Last time was three days ago. If they come consistently, that might be a concern, but maybe this was a, this was right before the, the killing of Bobby Tillman. Maybe this was an unplanned visit, you know. You know, we have to see what the records are. Yeah, I agree. Do we have to open that box? Can I look? I want to shine the flashlight around the like the base of the box. Like, mm-hmm. can, I, I'm trying to see. Uh, Ray presumes this box is large. Like, this dried out blood. Like, does it look like this blood is anywhere but the floor? Like, where? No, it doesn't look like it goes up the edges of the box. More you look at this box. Again, it's tough to tell from this distance, but it's beautiful. It's artful. Um, Can I tell, like, well crafted? Perhaps where, like, is it like a lid on the top of it? Like, you, you know what I mean? If you take a time, take the time to really kind of take a look at this thing. There's two handles that are kind of facing you, attached to the sides of the box. Uh, you also see that there is chains that are wrapped around it, connected into a padlock that kind of leans itself off the side. 
And I relay all this information to them. There's a padlock. What kind of key are we talking fits into this padlock? Key similar to the one that was used for the storage locker. Padlock key. We haven't walked in, right? You've just zoomed in no. with your camera. Right? At this yeah, point, no one has crossed, crossed yeah. the threshold. Did Chris walk away? Yes. We gotta make a decision here. Whether we... I need to talk out of character. We gotta go make ahead, a... Go we, ahead, go ahead. Open the table It up. just got so Delta Green, right? Let's fucking go. Yeah, yeah, dude. We have to make a decision whether we take this... Poli We're normal human beings. This hasn't... This doesn't... You know what I'm saying? Like... I think that if it were us, like, real, real life shit, we would just open up the fucking box. We'd be like, this guy's a psycho, let's open up the well, box. Well, honestly, the other thought is, there's blood on here. What if there's somebody... Probably not. What if there's somebody alive in there? There could be. This guy's but a psycho. Probably then not. Then we could save him. That's what I'm saying. That, 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 that would be But it's first dried. Thought. It's definitely not. You it's don't... Not the case. Or Maybe this, it the crazy alive. Delta Green talk is, this thing that he's writing on the walls is in the box. The black heart creature Bobby Tillman's lungs are straight black he didn't smoke what's up motherfucker welcome to my table bitch <laughs> oh my god so like but the fucking cigarette but he did smoke <sighs> he smoked I swear that's right but I'm slate black in. lungs I'm right, down to I'm go going in we have to go is Ray Gets his flashlight and pans around the perimeter, like you know, of the of the door of the garage door, yeah. for any potential like I don't I don't want to say trip wires, but traps, like, mechanisms, well, not even traps, just like someone was in here. Oh, like kind uh, of like, like tell like like when you put like tape on like the like a yes, door handle or something. Like yes, yeah. like for Ringo to know it's someone. Go ahead and roll roll search. Are you guys entering the storage? Does anyone want to help? Uh -huh. I, I, help me out. Uh -huh. Is this is, uh -huh. is this? Are we crossing crossing the threshold? Yeah, yeah um, we're walking. In. If I what am I rolling for? Kit. Yeah, search. you still have it. Yeah. Search, Just be sure. Um, can I do the padlock? Oh, let's go on the nine? box. Yeah, yeah. Once we'll get to all that. Okay. I got a 56 on a 60. A 9 on a 40. Yeah, you feel confident that there's no, like, alarm mechanism or anything like that. Okay. And then just, I guess anyone would know, too, like, we're walking on dried blood. Is that the type of thing that, even as cops, like... We put like boot booties on, like kind of deal. You know, you know what I like. I mean, uh, yeah, you can put booties on. It would definitely help, and it would be in your kit. Is uh, there in order to? I mean, these are general procedures to not contaminate a crime scene. If you are designating this as a crime scene, yeah, you would understand the procedures to follow, and one of them would be booties. Would we think that there's any type of any information we can gather from this dry blood? Any type of? I know DNA is not big. All right. Real quick, let me just run you guys down what's in this box. In, in this storage container. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so, like I said, uh, cardboard boxes, plastic storage bins, like totes, um, floors with this stain spattering reddish-brown, shoddy table and chair that are in a corner with papers on top, uh, the walls with the phrases drawn in black, the wooden box in the center. 
ornate, rich, golden belly. Do you see anything in these plastic totes? Are they not clear? No, they're they're like gray. They're like a deep gray. Would you be able to tell anything from this dried blood? If you were able to get a sample of the dried blood, the best that you can do is maybe get a blood type. And typing is pretty much all you can do. That's a far shot with blood this old, but it's still a shot. Okay. Something was going on in this locker. Something not like I'm bringing my extra things from the attic here. <laughs> Maybe this was it's the just Christmas. It's just Christmas decorations. Yeah. No These are my Halloween the decorations. This is my <laughs> that's just, that's gallon of fake box. blood. This is the coffin <laughs> that I put in on the it, Yeah, that's what it is. Halloween all the spilled. scattered grains so I can feed the chickens later. Or dry up blood. Is that what we think the grain's for? You know, like when you throw up and the janitor would throw sawdust on it? No, I never threw up in school. I don't, I don't, <laughs> you didn't throw up in school? I never threw up in school. Never had that janitor Yo, throw that's like sawdust. Wild. I don't think I ever had to. I, I, don't, I never did, either. but I saw it happen. And they threw well, I think I threw up, but I threw up in the toilet, don't worry. <laughs> I didn't throw up <laughs> okay. in the hallway. So, Caleb, you are <laughs> trying to... Caleb, you're trying to get fingerprints off of this padlock as well as take a look at the blood. What's everyone else doing? Not are we going in? Oh, they're, they're already Can I in. check uh, the cardboard? No, yeah, the cardboard boxes. You check the cardboard boxes. What are you guys doing? I want to, well, for starters, we're all making it, we're, we're trying to be as subtle, not subtle, but like, we want to be able to yeah, close it, make it look like tracks. it's untouched. We're not right. ripping it untouched. around, no. So, you have the, the kit? Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, I, was, <clears> I would say, like, do you have any footwear or any PPE? Yeah, you? I'm assuming I gave that to them right. also. Yeah. You guys throw the booties on, put your gloves on, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Okay. Yeah, we didn't think about gloves. <laughs> gloves are oh, yeah, important. Need gloves. <laughs> Ray, are you doing anything else specific? I mean, I got my camera. I'm bringing my camera in there with me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make it a point when I go in there too. I don't want to touch anything. I just want to walk through and take pictures of everything. Okay. So, Caleb, you begin dusting for prints on this lock on this box. The longer that you stay around this box, you notice a couple things. There's four handles. Two on either side of the longer edges, chains that wrap around it. Like I said, uh, the dimensions of the box seems to be five feet long, three feet wide, and about two feet deep. At the foot of the box is a plaque in... mm, Roll history for me. It's in a different language. Fifty-six on a thirty. You're not able to immediately tell what the language is. Anybody here know what this is? I have a ten. I, I'm willing to look at it and try, but yeah, I'll try. What, can I? Can I try? Is that a thing? Like I just bring their? I can't read this. I bring their attention to it, or is that not like a mechanic? Yeah, I mean, I'll allow it. That being said, I'm not going to let anyone who has a ten or lower roll on it. Does anyone have over a ten? On what history? history? No. No? No. Yeah, um, you guys aren't sure. You just get a picture of it. Take a picture? Rolled an 89 anyways. (laughs) Yeah, I'd take a picture. That being said, the longer that you spend looking at this, the more clear what it is. And what tips you off is this seam that runs across the middle along with the handles. It is clear that this is a casket. Oh... In a small casket. Jesus Jerry, you're looking over the cardboard boxes. Mm. They are closed. Do you open them? Kind of like... 
Yeah, you kind of like maybe like a pen or something to kind of pick it up so you don't like put your hands all over it. I got gloves on. Oh, pop the gloves on and go to town. These cardboard boxes have dresses, elaborate dresses, white, red, black, all small and child-sized. They're pristine, untouched, not cut or marked or stained. That's in all these boxes? There's about three cardboard boxes in total. Uh, Do you look in the plastic storage bins? Yeah. Take a look in the plastic storage bins. Tools. You see hammers, bolt cutters, rope, empty sacks, pliers, nails, screws, hacksaws, as well as corded power tools, a drill, two circular saws, and a sawzall. You would have to be blind in order to not tell that the blades of these power tools are stained reddish brown. Mm, That's good. There's another plastic bin there that has chemicals in it. Bleach, paint thinner, gasoline, uh, and three large, thin, scratched aluminum tanks that are sloppily marked N2O. Does this appear to me to be some type of chemicals to dissolve a body in? Do you have craft chemistry? Or science uh, chemistry? No. no. So there was N-O-2? N-2-O. N-2-O. Chemistry? Where do you see chemistry? Yeah. It would have to be a custom Under skill. No. It would be science chemistry. Um, they look like household chemicals. Like I said, bleach, paint thinner, gasoline. Um, I guess if we're looking at every, everyone's taking time to look at the documents on the table. Yeah, so you take a look at those pretty interesting stuff and I guess the chair and the table itself as well so the table and the chair seem pretty mundane uh, but on top of the table there's a stack of blank paper next to it is a tray like uh, imagine you know when people paint a house and they have like that paint tray for the roller full of ashes and in between these two things is this simple standing table lighter. Like, you know what a table lighter, like one of those big older ones. Uh, And beneath that is a piece of paper that appears marked. Of note, there's no visible writing instruments on this table. So, stack of paper, tray full of ashes, table lighter, and a piece of paper that appears to have some writing on it and that's all sorry the one with writing on it is on the is on the table on the yeah right on the table um can i see what's written on it yeah oh and can i sorry too uh, the ash can i is that does it look like cigarette ash no or it looks like it looks like, like clumps of something burned yes okay it's a letter do you want me to read it? I'll give you your best shot to read it, and oh. I can help you along the way. Oh, I mean, like, okay. I pre- all right, yeah, so we all would have... I would be reading it to myself, but then... Yes. You know, you can. at some point. Yes. Okay. And this is handwritten. Handwritten. And not print. I... No, it's not print. It's handwritten, and also I noted there's no writing instruments around. Black ink. He strays from the flock. I need to leave to get safer. He lacks clarity, decisiveness. They don't know it yet, 
but the little ones will take care of it. Base tendencies deep in the subconscious, it will show them. Dreams are funny things, wouldn't you agree? Everything has its place. Every piece has its place. Orderly and where they belong. It's kind of like deja vu. Or like that pull you feel when you're half asleep, when you swear you hear someone call out to you. Do you think the boy heard your call to find his perfect spot in your world? A big, strong, older brother protecting his little sister. It's so funny to me. I don't know. It doesn't matter. We're almost done here. Then we can move on growing the flock. I have to leave our friend here. She's served her purpose. I think, barring an unforeseen situation. You know, I see you sometimes. When I look forward, I see you behind me. I hear you when it's too loud. It's tough to explain, almost like you occupy the unobserved, filling cracks, sleeping in the unwitnessed. Uh, am I right? Is that what you're like? Hopefully I'll know soon enough. Signed, RJ. You take a picture of this? Yeah, I try, I try my light and try and get as close as I can. And it's a well-lit picture? Yeah, and I take a good picture of uh, the ash, too, mm. yeah. as good as I can, because I know it's going to be weird to figure that one out. Gotcha. No other notes or anything like that on this table, except for that stack of blank paper. Yeah. I guess, uh, too, as well, while I'm right here, uh, I want to get better pictures of all the things on the wall. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, each, we, we knew it, but now yeah, we Yeah, each can... individual. Yeah. Can Jerry uh, call out? Right. Come so, see this. I go over. Open up the tools. Need pictures of that. Take pictures of all of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And those boxes, small dresses, doesn't even look like they were worn. Take pictures of that. Take pictures of it all. Of the coffin. You guys want to open up this center box, or are we trying to leave no trace? Everything looks fairly clean right now, right? If we cut a lock. Oh, yeah, I guess there's a lock on it. I forgot. Real quick, go ahead and roll forensics for me, trying to lift a print from that, uh... Four... Fourteen? Yeah, it's done. Fourteen on a fifty-two. You do. You get... It looks like an index fingerprint off of the lock. What would we have to roll for lock picking? That would be a specialty trained skill. Okay. You would have to have previous knowledge of it. Mm. If you really want to give it a shot, I'd have you make a dex roll and add 40 to whatever you roll. So whatever your times five dex score is and add 40 to it. If I fail, it probably... It might break the lock. Yeah, I'm not going to risk it. Are we trying to break the lock? Anyway, I think we have a lot of good evidence right here, and um, this will definitely be able to probably get us a warrant. We can check the house that we found the car at. We still have almost no connection that this RJ on this letter is Ronald. That's why you have 
fingerprints, don't you? Well, after reading that letter, it seems like our buddies RJ and Bobby have some paralleling tendencies in that they uh, quite deeply uh, ensconce themselves in their personal relationships. That's right, and this RJ might be done with this place anyway, based off this letter. We're we're we almost left. That's right. We're almost done here. Then we can move on, growing the flock. I have to leave our friend here. She served her purpose. Growing the flock. We do have. Both. Wait, do you like read that out to? Because I. I'm I'm assuming Jerry still doesn't know what that oh, says, right? I imagine that he wrote it yeah, out loud. Yeah, did you write it out loud? Yeah. I, I wasn't sure if you said that. I one. took the picture and then when we all when we're when, when we're done in, in the locker, like mm. like just taking pictures, gathering for evidence, I come out and I can kinda Yeah, you know, see what you know recite whatever. So that and his car being, you know, abandoned. For several days, those are two reasons to, again, assume that he is done with this place. It doesn't smell like death in here. You're quite accustomed to the smell of death, and no. You said it smelled like sulfur. It smells like gunpowder. It still does, and you have yet Anything to... Anything give me Where are these oats? At all? How are these oats? Bar- Grain. Barley. Uh, they're seemingly scattered randomly <clears throat> along the ground, but... Almost, not like someone grabbed handfuls and like threw them, but like placed piles around. Small piles, probably only like four inches in diameter. Can I kind of ran randomly around? Almost like lift up side of the side of the pile. Yeah, the grain it, falls on itself. It, there's no, <laughs> there's nothing on it. Nope, doesn't seem to be. It's just a pile of grain. Try to put it back where it was. Best can, I can. Can I like uh, feel it out or smell it to determine how long it's, if it's old or not? That's a tough check. He I, knows his <clears> brain. <throat> There's nowhere on the walls that look like splatter from a gunshot wound. Give me one second to finish this real okay. quick. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Um, Survival question mark. <sighs> Grain doesn't have that expiration thing. Like, it doesn't go bad. It doesn't smell bad. I mean, you're able to tell that it's it hasn't been here for, like, years or something like that. Okay. But Well, that's know, fair. Maybe, like, if, like, cereal. You know, like, you can tell if it's some old cereal. Cereal, yes. Grain is different. They keep them in silos for months at a time. Go ahead and roll survival. <laughs> okay, let's go. Yes. And you're looking for, like, trying to analyze the blood that's on the floor? Yeah, like, is there anything, like, splattered in a way where it looks like maybe... Roll forensics. 38 on a 70. <laughs> it, like I said, it doesn't look like it's been here for a long period of time. It doesn't look like it's fresh right off the stalk or anything mm-hmm. like that, but it's hard to tell. 39 on 20. Yeah, I mean, the blood splatters here they don't match up with gunshot splatters that you've seen before hmm. 
Was I able to get that? Did I ask you if I was able to get that blood on the floor? Was I able to get? You take a little sample. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's easy enough to do that. Um, would I know if there's uh, other detectives or just officers or anyone that would be proficient in like a lock picking kit? Um, in at the station. Roll lock. Ninety-five on a forty-seven. Would you like to re-roll for a permanent loss of one d six? Home Depot's not going to do this for me, right? I don't. I can't go to my Home Depot and get a little fitted key, right? No. You bring the whole coffin. I don't think the lock is that big of a deal right now. Uh, Unless we're trying to open it right now. Okay. I mean, we don't have to open it right now. I kind of. I think. I kind of want to open it right now. I kind of really want to open it right now. I don't see a way to. With the bolt cutters. True. I mean, if you guys want to do chase down. Do we think he's done with it? That letter makes it. It sounds like he's gone. I think he's gone. Yeah. But do we take that risk just for our own curiosity? There's something in this box. Gives us more more evidence. I think there's a dead person. I think there's a dead person. Likely a little girl. Yeah. More than likely. Yeah. Do we want to, as police officers, are we? It's probably not a full dead girl. There's probably like a hand. Jesus, making it worse. It's true. That's probably right. I saw, tool, I saw tools with blood so, on them, man. So this luck roll is not me just knowing off the top of it. Like, this luck roll is similar to the radios. Yeah. Okay, it's not worth it. No, it's don't not do worth it. it. Yeah. I will not re-roll. Are we putting this up to a vote for cutting this thing? Jerry kind of walks up towards it. I'm, like, looking down on it. You guys want to cut this bitch open? With a padlock, am I able to kind of, like, get any, like... Is there, like, an inch of separation where you can kind of open it? No, it seems like it's pretty tight. Okay. Almost purposefully so. Okay, uh, on a normal coffin that I'm thinking of, there's not, like, a spot to put a lock, right? No, it looks like there's chains that are wrapped around it to keep it closed. Wrapped around it multiple times, and it's almost like they're... it's, It's underneath the casket itself so the casket is raised off the ground by like a quarter of an inch or whatever to to because the chain links are underneath it you know what i mean yeah got it one more question uh how likely is it if we cut this where we can go to like a, a metal fabricator and uh get some chain links depends how the cut is you have a feeling i mean you only need to break one chain you don't mm-hmm. have to break the padlock just gotta pop one chain okay What are you boys thinking? Pop a chain link underneath the casket, so if you gotta put it back, it's underneath the casket. Open this motherfucker up. Come on. We already went in. Let's finish the I job. I have a thing of wire cutters. The bolt cutters? Yeah, bolt cutters. Crawl underneath there. I get down underneath, I look back up. Unless anybody's proficient sure you guys in bolt cutters. I, hold on one well. sec, and I take like... Flash fifteen pictures oh. of everything before yeah, he opens can, it. I'm, <laughs> gonna, I'm gonna, gonna, I'm gonna say you have pictures of everything down to each tool, down to each dress in the cardboard boxes, everything. Yeah. Now, what, I guess what I'll say preemptively: when we go to open it too, I'm not even looking. I'm looking through my camera. Like as soon as he opens, mm. I'm taking a picture as well. So can we'll have I that evidence before we do this? We're probably making a little bit of noise. Can I do like a quick check outside? Yeah, roll uh, alertness. 
75 on a 60. It's clear. There's nobody there. Your yeah, Ringo Harrison just pulled up. <laughs> Fuck. Hey guys. <laughs> I was you thinking guys? I was thinking about doing John McCartney. <laughs> Paul Lennon. No. <laughs> I, I it was going to be John but one of the other Beatles, I forget what it was. I don't know. Never mind. John Star. John Star. John Star. That was what it was. <laughs> I was going to do John Star. Go ahead. No going back. You sure? Go for it. The second that chain link pops, you all jump at a loud sound. As the door slams shut. Your flashlights that you have on at this point in time shut off. It's completely pitch dark in this room. You guys hear this sound, this pad of footsteps. The second the chain link breaks, door slams shut. Footsteps. From where? Everywhere. Can I, like... Caleb, feel... Caleb, I need you to roll a dexterity uh, dexterity roll for me. 46 on a 50. 46 on a 50. Yes, 46 on a 50. You feel a breeze approaching you fastly. You quickly step to the side. At the same time, all four of you notice the chains begin to rattle. They immediately fly to either side as the box itself opens wide, completely revealing the inside. It's empty. There's nothing but a small pillow there. Caleb, roll another dexterity roll for me. How? <laughs> I just rolled another 46. 46? I, Nick, did I not? I fully you rolled those, right? You did. You feel another breeze kind of touch towards <laughs> you, but at this point, your back hits the wall. You feel your chest start to tighten. You feel your throat start to tighten. Your guys' lights are completely off, but they're starting to flicker and flash. They aim towards Caleb. Caleb, you are slowly feeling your throat tighten, and all three of you who remain here watch as he is slowly lifted off the ground. I take pictures. I take pictures. I take pictures. Pictures go off. The <laughs> flash goes off. With the I'm the reaching. Strokes, yeah. Just reaching out for one of them. Do I see anything? Split second. Grabbing? Split. No. Nothing. I'm probably. I'm probably looking to you. You see I'm his. Probably looking to Roy. You see his throat start to have these marks that are slowly kind of. I pull my gun out him. and I get to the side of him like this, right fucking in front of his face, and I pop one to the side. Roll firearms. Caleb, you take four points of damage as you feel your windpipe start to crush. I'm reaching out again. 91 on a Anybody 40. on this side. A shot echoes out. You guys all feel this piercing oh. sound as this gunshot in a Can I try to open, the, I try to open the door? Roll, uh, roll a general strength check for me as you try to get this door open. Just my times five. Caleb, in this moment, you immediately feel yourself thrusted over to the side, hitting the other wall. <laughs> What did you roll? 55 on a 45. 55 on a 45. You're trying. You're trying. And it is. I'm screaming, help. I, someone help. I try to lift up the yeah, the, the, the gate. I try to lift it. Caleb. I'm reaching out for the only other you, person here. That yeah. You, at this point, I I got my. <laughs> I don't want to say Pictures evidence. of me dying. <laughs> like, oh my God, you're floating. Like, I got. I was like, holy shit. Caleb. And yo, I put that shit Caleb, down and I go up to grab you. You 
like I said, you feel yourself thrown against the wall. You take another five points of damage as you hit your head against the concrete. And then it's quiet. The door throws itself open, and it's just you four. It throws itself open. I run over to Caleb. Caleb, Caleb, Caleb. Yeah, I get down on my knees, and I check on him. Roll medicine. Roll medicine or first aid, whichever suits your fancy. You hear this fast pad of footsteps exit out. And this all happens really, really quickly. And I know that I'm taking it kind of slow, but it all happens. All of this occurred within six seconds. 11 on a 30. 88 on a 30. (laughs) 11 on a 30. He's fine. Caleb, put yourself back to full health. And instead... You're going to suffer five points of sanity loss. I turn and I tell, I say, Caleb, you all right? I turn, I turn where I fired the bullet. Did I really fire a bullet? You did. There's a bullet hole there. You hear crash out from the main office there. I go check. I stay with him. Peek out. Looks normal looks fine is the kid there you can't see from this angle i i start to i, I run towards yeah, the front yes yeah, i start to pick up pace and run i take my caleb you're out as well you're hurting right now you feel like you're in genuine pain <laughs> i want to run and it, almost crawl out of this and go i'm assuming there's lockers like behind on the other side yep just put my back up to it uh, the, the other ones i want to get the fuck out of this specific locker okay <laughs> Roy, what are you doing? Uh, so he's crawling out of the unit? Yeah. And you see, you notice, you look over at the box. Mentioned completely empty. There's just a small satin pillow. But what you did not notice until now is that there's a small rolled up piece of paper there. You two make your way towards the main office. Open the door. Look in towards the counter clerk. And you see him. Throat ripped out. Back against the wall. Blood covering almost the entirety of of this office slowly he's grabbing at his own neck and then he goes limp and that's where we're gonna pick up next session I thought we weren't doing I any thought we weren't doing anything yeah. if I died if I, if I died I thought it was so a supernatural I would so fucking mad at you if I died there I know I, got I know Delta Green so I, I said it I said it I said I said it thanks for listening to this episode of LFVCU a nasty table production. Um, before we do, I would just like to point out that my um, current sanity is at 47, and my breaking point was 48. Hey, breaking point! Let's go. Finally, past one.